Yes, 20. That is like a milestone. It is a milestone, and I was wondering if we should do something special, but then I felt like maybe 25 was bigger than 20. Well, it is It, it is bigger than 20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start all over again. <laughs> I mean, I know you what you mean. To, no, you don't know what I mean. It's you like, don't know what I did. It's like a bigger deal. No, no, we have to say hello and everything all over again because I forgot that I was recording a podcast and I was just talking to you like I was on the phone and the microphone was like really far away from me. Like I wasn't even set up. So I'm going to say again, welcome to episode 20. Welcome to episode 20. It is a big deal. It's even bigger than, I don't know, 15. It's bigger than 16 for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) We can't promise the content is any better than 16, but we can promise that the number value I know. We should have looked up what people get each other for like anniversaries around that time. Oh, like a paper, like a paper anniversary or a thing. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that for 25. Or like silver, you know, how they have like special things. I think one of them is paper, right? I do believe one of them is paper. I mean, what would I know? I don't ever last that long, but... (laughs) What if paper's one? It might be. <laughs> You've made it to paper lots of times. I have I've made it to paper. <laughs> oh God. It's just you and stacks of stationery. And just and lots like, oh. of stationery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um... This is episode 20. Hello, yeah. everyone. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. This is and 10K. 10K dollar day. Dollar day. We're not good at the intros. Um, and if this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. Uh, we, we spend $10,000 of imaginary money in a very real city. And mm-hmm. um, we try to be as accurate as possible with everything. Yes. We try. We do try. We do try. Everyone, yeah. um, some people ask me, like, do you guys plan not to know stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need you to know that when we start every episode, I really think I've researched everything. But the thing yeah. is that you, like, cut and paste stuff. Well, that and, yeah, and you've never said it out loud. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I write it all down. Yeah. You know, and how many days, I don't know. Sometimes it takes me, sometimes I do it all in one day. Sometimes it takes me multiple days. And so sometimes I haven't looked at like the beginning of the day since I started it. And then when I actually start saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, wait, I never finished that. Or Agreed. I didn't actually look or whatever. So, Oh, yeah. I opened a web page to look at that and then I never read it. Right. That's what I do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now that we've told you how proficient we are, I hope mm-hmm. you stick around for the rest of the episode. Uh, okay. So, um, first of all, anything new this week that you want to talk about before we get to obsessions? Well, I mean, I now have a four-year-old. She had her birthday party. That was fun. Oh. Had a tea party. Very nice. Um, so that was fun. Uh, she <laughs> got lots and t- lots of toys and there was one friend of mine who gave her like coloring stuff and bubbles. Mm-hmm. And this kid, I'm not kidding, opened this because this is after like toys and like baby dolls and trolls and just all these fun things. She opens up this girl's present and she looks at it and she went, coloring stuff. Oh, yay. No. 
yes. <laughs> and everyone was like kind of laughing and shocked at the same time that this four-year-old was like totally throwing shade. <laughs> and I was like mortified. I was like, Hannah, it's you can – I was trying to make up all these things she could do with it. And she was sure. like, yay. But she was like just being fake. Like it wasn't even like, ooh, I don't like this. Like how kids normally are like – yeah. You know, they just say whatever's on their mind and it's embarrassing. No, she was like full on, yay, thanks so much. That's so it. weird. Yeah. It was, yep. So that was embarrassing, but it was fine. I think she's 25 in her head. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, I had a nice surprise reunion with some friends the other day. Well, yesterday, Ooh-hoo. actually. Um, Do I know them? Uh, no, you don't know them okay uh they are all actors that i worked with at disney but a long time ago and they've all moved away by now um and we all did citizens of hollywood together which is the street atmosphere the 1940s actors at the beginning of hollywood studios when you go into disney hollywood studios we were all 1940s actors together oh that's so cool yeah and a couple of them i haven't seen in like eight or nine years seven to nine years a really long time and I happened to put something on Instagram this guy who was on vacation from Chicago was like oh I'm in New York and I said wait if you're in New York then we should have lunch or something and we all ended up having lunch just a bunch of old street mo actors we had so much fun that's awesome yeah it was really because you know like it's it's a weird community yeah (laughs) people dress up like 1940s characters so um (laughs) yeah we had a lot of we had a lot of fun a lot of good reminiscing and I had new headshots taken you did yeah yes I want to see them um so do I I should be getting the proofs pretty soon okay Um, but I will tell you how let me tell you how overdue my headshots were okay my last set of headshots that I've been using um were taken on the American Idol Experience stage at Walt Disney World, a show which has been closed for <laughs> three to four years. That's how long I was using my that headshot, which, by the way, guys, is terrible headshot technique. So if any of you are <laughs> actors, follow the advice and get the headshots retaken at least once every two years, if not once every year. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just kept putting it off and... Oh, I know. Whatever. I see. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I did it. I got I got the headshots... I paid for the hair and makeup help because um, you should always do that if you can. You should. I know. It's just better. <laughs> it's always just better. And and photo makeup is very different than real life makeup, which is also different yep. from stage makeup. So it it's always great to get a professional there and who can look at you through it and like adjust your hair. And, um, and she was amazing and wonderful. So I can't wait to work with her again on something. And awesome. um, soon I'll have a new headshot. I can't wait to see it. I know. I'm excited. I can't wait to That's see them. Awesome. And now let's move to Obsessions. Ooh, okay. I have a good one. You do? Yeah. All right. So uh, in preparation for the birthday party, I ended up going to Trader Joe's. You yeah. You go to Trader Joe's? Okay. Yes, I have. I love Trader Joe's. Um, there, it's not very close to me. It's in St. Pete, like downtown St. Pete. So it's a good like 20 minute drive. So I was like, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to drive all the way to St. Pete. Blah. But I was like, I'm going to do it because I need a lot of things and I want some cheap stuff. I got there La Porte du Bordeaux Rosé from Trader Joe's. It's yep. so good. I've 
drank the whole bottle by myself. Well, is you drinking the whole bottle by yourself supposed to indicate that that's a good wine? Yeah. Well, I mean like in one sitting. Okay. Well, not like one. It was like a whole day. It was all day yesterday. Like I started at 11 a.m. because uh-huh. everyone was having like mimosas at the party and I got the rosé too. It was so good and I had a glass and then I just kept drinking it. And by I'd say 4 o'clock in the afternoon, the whole bottle was gone and it was just because of me. It was so good. I just And now I'm just craving it. Well, I, mean, we can, I don't know if you should crave wine, but it's ah, so you know, good. That's life. You, we can find a Trader Joe's in Nashville and try it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Is it one and of those I, super cheap Trader Joe wines? Yeah, it's like $6. Right. And it was so good and like refreshing and cold and bubbly and uh Is it it's sweet? It's so good. Uh, yes. It's a little tart, a little sweet. It's not too sweet. All right. Um, and I'm not a huge rosé drinker. Like I do like rosé, but not like a lot of it. And I loved it. Oh, I love rosé. Yeah. Well, I'm normally, you know, like a, a bitter kind of bold cab person. But yeah, that's this true. Was, this was good. <laughs> I love that um, that Lexi's Toast Rosé. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yes, that is amazing. That's the best rosé I've ever had. And when we would have just like bottles of it in our fridge in New York. Yes. <laughs> and we'd be like, is tonight a night? Tonight's a night. And we would open yeah. up a rosé. Oh, we would just so stay good. up watching like Downton Abbey till three o'clock in the morning. It was those were good times, Allison. Those were good times. <laughs> yeah, so that's my obsession right now is rosé. Well, I, I fully support that obsession. So much so that I might have to have a glass of it today. Yeah, it's so good. In solidarity with you. And because it's so light and bubbly, like, I don't know. I just feel like you could drink it at any time of the day. You don't have to wait till, like, after 5 o'clock. No. Rosé is, is made for day drinking. I agree. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, my obsession is a, a skin thing. Okay. It is the lavender mask from Elemis. Ooh. Elemis is that brand that they sell at a lot of spas. That uh-huh. spa brand. Um, yeah. This is a, a mask that's like, it's kind of clayish. So if okay. you put it on thick, it's opaque on your skin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes that matte, opaque look. But if you put it on really thin, this is probably not the way you're supposed to use it. <laughs> I, I will say that. <laughs> But I put it on really thin before I sleep, and it's thin enough where then I don't even see it on my face. Oh, yeah. And then I wake up. I'm sure somebody's going to write it and be like, this sounds like a terrible idea. I wake up, and I kind of like splash cold water on my face, maybe some warm water on my face, but I don't really like wash my face. I don't put any like cleansing agent on it. I just wipe it with water or whatever, and and then I put a moisturizer on in the morning. Yeah, that's great. That's kind of what I do after my Nerium night cream because it's kind of like that. You sleep in it and it kind of tightens your face. Yeah. And then you wake up and you just wash it off. Do you hear that? Yes. Did you hear all of that? It was like a rumble. What was it? I think it was my my next door neighbor doing something against the wall. Oh, what's his name? Francis? No, Frederick? George. Franklin? Franklin. I don't really remember. I think Franklin. 
Franklin. I don't know. Anyway, um, so there's that. And now what's your wish list? My wish list. I need new earrings. Any type of earrings? Studs? Well, you know how I'm allergic to nickel. So I I can't buy. Really? I'm allergic to nickel too. Oh my God. I know. Costumers love us. Yeah, I know. Okay. (laughs) So like I have, you know, I can't afford expensive earrings. I actually don't like a lot of, I don't like like uh, diamond earrings, like anything fancy like that. I like kind of odd earrings like steel or like weird, you know, shapes. So I had found these really cool earrings at a uh, like mar- indie market that mm-hmm. this lady had made that were steel and one looked like a lightning bolt and one was like just a straight line. So they were different, which I loved. Okay. So I wore those for a while and then I took them off to do a show and I lost one of them. Oh no. So I've been wearing these cheapo earrings I got like at Target and they've been turning my ears black because they are not good for my ears and they've been like itching. So now I've taken them out and so now I just have like no earrings in which just looks weird to me. So I need to purchase some new earrings. Wait, if the earrings that you liked were one of each one was different, why don't you just pair it with something else? Another earring that you have. I don't have any other earrings. At all? I have no earrings. No. The only ones I bought, I've had those. And then I bought a pack of three from Target. But they're breaking my ears out. And my ears are like black and gross. Okay, yeah. Don't wear those so I can't anymore. wear them. So now I don't have any earrings in. Um, And I borrowed some earrings from a friend of mine for a show I did the other day. And they're really cute. But... um. I'm going to, I can't keep wearing her earrings. Like she keeps asking for them and I'm like, oh, they're still in my ears. <laughs> you do have to give those earrings back. At I know. I, I have to give them back. <laughs> <laughs> so I need new earrings, like good, cool, like, I don't know, something funky and like that won't break my ears out. All right. You put earrings yeah. on your wish list. No, on your anthropology shopping list, like in our very first episode, you had earrings on there. You're right. I did. Yeah. I can't oh, believe I remembered yeah. that, but I know because I can't remember I anything. I'm pretty sure the place I'm going today, you've already been. <laughs> Do you really think so? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the whole time I was like, why does this feel so familiar? <laughs> well, we'll and I was see. like panicking, but I, but of course I refused to go back and listen to all of our episodes. So I was like, eh, we'll just <laughs> see. This is why we need a producer because they would probably have some sort of really cool data tracking situation. Yes, agreed. Where they'd be like, uh, you know, well, you stayed in this place and you've hit $10,000 four times and whatever. I don't know. We keep making up jobs for this producer because we don't actually know what a producer does. So we just keep making up things that that person would do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my wish list is something that has bothered me for a really long time and I wish it was better. So here's the deal. I use my phone as my alarm clock, as I think most of us do these days. Yes. But I also love to fall asleep listening to something. Be it... Okay. Sometimes I put on like spa music. Sometimes I put on like wave sounds, like crashing sounds or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it's an audiobook. Um, I have... I bought this one audiobook that was really, really boring and I primarily use it just to go to sleep too. Okay. So um, my problem is that... To have the volume of the thing you're going to sleep with low enough where you can just kind of have it buzzing in the background, it's not loud enough for the alarm to wake you up. 
Oh. And it's one volume control on the phone. So I wish okay. that there was a way to separate volume per app. And there's not an app for that? I haven't done a lot of research about this. I just let myself get mad and then put it on the wish list. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I mean, there probably isn't. That sounds like really like crazy. Like I, yeah, sounds like a dream, not like anything that would be reality. I know, but maybe someone at Apple will hear this and go, that's a really great idea. We should do that. Yeah, because, I mean, they've already sold one. (laughs) They've sold at least one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you want to go right into 10Ks? Yeah. That's why everyone's listening. That is why everybody's listening. Oh, you know what? Before we do, you're like, that's why everyone's listening. I'm like, great. So before we do that, um, I do want to say that we got contacted by a coffee place in Seattle. I haven't even told you this yet. No. Um, so you went, when you went to Seattle, you went to Cafe Allegro? Yes. They contacted us on our Instagram and they said, hi there, thanks for spending some of your 10K enjoying some of our espresso. We figured you're super tired from all your travels and need some actual coffee to keep you going for your next adventure. Um, and they're going to send us some coffee to try. Are you serious? Yeah. They asked for our address. Yeah, so um, I'm having them ship it to me, mostly because I forgot that it was you that went to Seattle. And it was like two in the morning. And I responded to it. Okay. But we'll just bring it to... Nashville. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So uh, hopefully it'll get here before um, go to Nashville. Then we'll bring it to Nashville, and we can do a little tasting and um, talk about oh it. How God, fun we can, is that? We, and we can Instagram it and tag them. Yes, we're going to do all of those things. Oh, that's so exciting. I know. So um, it's Seattle's original Espresso Cafe. and yeah, it is. Uh, we were excited to hear about it in the Seattle episode, and we're super excited to try the coffee and tell you how great it is. Yeah. Um, that is so cool. Yeah, they're cool people, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Okay, now it's time to go to 10K days. Um, All right. Do you really think that you picked a location I've already been? I can't remember. I know you've been like, I don't know. Okay. Well, I also you- know that this is a place that I had talked about in my head going, so then I couldn't remember if I'd even been there. And then I was like, have I already been here? Allison. <laughs> okay. You you start then. Okay. I'm going to Wexford, Ireland. No, I have not been there. You didn't go to Ireland? Oh, I did go to Ireland, but I didn't go to Wexford. But you've been to Ireland, right? I stayed in the castle. Remember, I yeah. stayed in the castle. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm going to... Stay in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, as I was planning this, I was like, this sounds so familiar. Why am I? Okay. But, I mean, Ireland is a big place. I went to Cork. Okay. Count- County Cork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we need to start a, a spreadsheet. with all- <laughs> Yes, that's going to happen. We'll do that this week. But, you know, Ireland is a big place. Um. Well, we've done, you know, 75 ones in America. We can do two That's in true. Ireland. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to Wexford, Ireland. Uh-huh. And I picked Wexford because I'm staying at the Wilton Castle. Okay. And it has seven bedrooms, 6.5 baths. Um, the description is it's elegant and imposing. It's a 19th century castle, and it's on the banks of the Boro River. 
And the pictures are just ridiculous. And I actually found it on Airbnb. Really? Yes. So you can actually rent it through Airbnb and all of the uh, people that have commented who have stayed there are just, I mean, they rave about it. And for two nights, there's a two night minimum, which is great. And so for two nights with the service fee is $2,601.91. That's not bad. It's not terrible, you know, considering that there's, you know, seven people. Um, So, hold on. You're renting the entire castle? Yeah, it's the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. We should get five other people and do that. Well, I know because it would only be like with, like, if you divided that by seven, so for two nights, it would be like 380 a person for two nights. Yeah, we should, we should do that. It's absolutely doable and it's on Airbnb, so it's easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to do anything crazy. Just go on and book the dates. I mean, there are so many things that we could do. We just have to really like prioritize plan it, it and yeah, and make it a priority. Okay, so I'm gonna stay in this Wilton Castle. It's just beautiful. You have to go to Airbnb and look at the pictures because there's not a ton of like description because I think the pictures just do it ju- justice. Uh-huh. So you have to just go on and look. Okay, so I'm gonna stay the night there. When I wake up in the morning, I found. A website that's called takeachef.com. Okay. Lulu, this is for the entire world. What? You go to this. Yes, you go to the website. You click on your, you type in your city and state. Then you type in how many people. You type in what kind of stove you have, like if it's gas or electric. You type in how many burners. You type in if you have an oven. And then you pick uh, your breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And then you pick your cuisine and it has everything from like Spanish, um, Chinese, uh, Italian, or it says surprise me. And so I clicked surprise me. What? And then there's three different options. There's a basic option. um, There's a temptation option and an elegant option. I think it's elegant. And so you pick out of those and it gets more expensive, obviously, as you go. So for an unforgettable, elegant option for breakfast, I'm going to have the chef come to the castle mm. and make me breakfast. So with tip and everything, it's about $144. And wow. I just said surprise me. So I don't know what they're going to make. I don't know what's on the menu. But they're going to come to my castle. Because I thought, why leave the castle for breakfast? I mean, no, stay in the castle and be in the stay castle. Stay in the castle, right? Okay, so I'm going to have the take a chef come. But what's cool is like I even searched my hometown. Like it's everywhere. You can get anybody to come cook you meals, which is like my dream. But I just don't have that kind of money all the time. But um, okay, so I have breakfast at the castle. And then did you know on Airbnb you can actually, when you type in the city, that it gives you not only homes, but experiences. Yeah, I think that that's new. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so when I had typed in Wexford to look for the castle, I saw the experiences tab and I was like, what is this? So I clicked on it. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. So I found uh, an experience. It's from Hookhead Adventures. And mm-hmm. there's a guy named Graham. And he lives right there in Wexford, and he actually takes you on a sea cave kayaking experience. Sea cave? Sea caves, like right, yeah, like on the water, 
but like in you go into the caves like where the rocks are wow okay so that and it's only 74 dollars, and i'm gonna tip him so i figure like 90 bucks for this experience Mm -hmm. and he also gives you some snacks and a hot drink at the end of your experience. Oh, how lovely. Isn't that fun? And he says you get to go and discover um, the sea caves and you get to see the beaches and the coves. So after my sea cave experience, which is two hours long, so now it's like, you know, mid-morning, early afternoon, I'm going to go to um, a local restaurant called Green Acres. It's the place for me. And I'm going to do something. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to do something very light because later on you'll know see why. But I'm just going to get the soup of the day. And I don't know what this is, but it sounded cool. It's a warm salad of black pudding and chorizo with Ooh. raspberry vinaigrette. Do you know what black pudding is? No. Okay. Do you? I do. What? It's a, it's a pudding that's made from blood. Blood? Yeah. I know that there's blood in it. What? What do you mean, what? <laughs> what do you mean it's made from blood? Like, whose blood? Oh, it's not It's not a sweet thing. No, I figured it wasn't sweet because it has chorizo in it, but... Yeah. Here, let me look it up. Because I feel like that's something we actually have to have facts behind before but it we has say it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure blood. blood in it. But, like, whose blood? Pig's the, blood? The pig, cow's blood? Pig, people's pig. blood? It's a blood sausage commonly eaten in Great Britain, Ireland, and in other parts of Europe. It's supposed to be delicious. It's a blood huh. sausage. Yeah. Okay. But it's not blood. It's a blood sausage. Like, maybe that's the name of the sausage. It is a superfood. So it has blood. Well, I mean, in it. I mean, it does have blood in it. But, I mean, I feel like if you're a meat eater, there's going to be blood in a lot of things you eat, right? I like all of my meats well done. I don't like to see the blood. Well, this, uh, they might, maybe there's a way that they can like, well, they, they fry it and they grill it. Like it's, it's very, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. And it has a raspberry vinaigrette, which is red. (laughs) So it'll all like, (laughs) it'll all look, you know, the same, similar. True. True. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay so that is 25 dollars for those two things but this place also has a wine cellar with over 1300 wines oh and i'm gonna need a couple bottles for what i'm gonna do next so i'm i went to their wine cellar and i looked up the top two most expensive wines in their cellar the red was four hundred and seventy dollars and sixty one cents and this is all like I had to convert, so that's why it's kind of weird. And that one is uh, a 1999 Red Merlot, and it's called Clos Eglise something. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> the other one, I don't really know what kind of wine it is. I just looked up what it was the most expensive, and this one was $536, and it was the Vega Silic. I don't know. Reserva Especial. But I don't know what kind it is. Like you don't even know if it's a red or a white? No. I don't care. Okay. I'm just going to get that. I'm going to get both of those. It's good. You are the the most elegant wine connoisseur for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it. I just love wine. I don't care what it tastes like. Uh, And then I found another 
experience on Airbnb that I'm so excited about. I'm going to go meet my host, Helen. Uh-huh. And she um, every day has a cheese and butter making workshop. Ooh. Yeah, so on her little message it says, I have been making cheese for the past 14 years. I love talking to and teaching people about the magic of cheese and sharing my stories. How cute is that? That's really awesome. So I'm going to go to her place and she's going to help me make cheese and butter. And it says you'll be introduced to the world of milk and cheese. You'll learn about how milk converts to cheese and the magic of maturing cheese. And you will see cream being transformed into butter and you will get to eat the cheese. And at the end... She sends you off on your way with a cheese platter, which is why I need my wine. Perfect. Because I'm going to go sit in her little garden and we're going to have some cheese and wine that we made. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And her little experience is only $45. Oh, that's great. And you get a cheese platter at the end? Yeah. Oh, then that's nothing. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, so after I finish my cheese and wine, I am going to take a private helicopter and I have to fly 1.5 hours. That's a long time. I know. From Wexford all the way to Belfast. Okay. Because I am going on the Game of Thrones tour. (gasps) What? Yeah. They have a whole website where you can pick your adventures. Now, I only picked the ones that actually had prices because I did not want to lead anyone on because you had to fill out all this paperwork and ask for quotes. So there, I'm sure, are some really like luxurious private Uh things that you can do. But I just picked the ones that I could see the prices already. Mm -hmm. So I probably could have spent a few thousand dollars on this stuff. But again... I get nervous when I have to like reach out to people. So instead I just picked uh, two different packages. One is the Ned package. If anyone knows Game of Thrones, you know who Ned is. So I picked the Ned package. And so with that, it's a private entry pass into the Winterfell Castle. So it says you will be the only person on the movie set during your time slot. Wow. Yeah, you get a private tour. It says you get to dress up and you get to shoot arrows and do archery practice. Oh my with gosh. Some of their That's people. like your perfect thing. You, you I know. <laughs> I know. You get all of these photo opportunities and it says you can share with your friends on Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh, then you get to visit. I'm combining that with um, another tour where I get to go to the real Westeros and I get to visit the old castle and it says there's a thousand acre sprawling woods that, that they use in the novels. And it's 20 key film locations. So I get to go all around and see all of those things. You get to see behind the scenes. Um, you get to go to the courtyard. You get to go to the tree where Brienne confronts the Starkmen. You get to go see the castle where Bran falls from the window ledge. Like you get to go to all of these cool places. And that, all together, those two tours are about $600 total. So I can't imagine the ones that you actually have to, like, ask for because that was 600 So I could probably have done a lot more if you're looking for, like, a really exclusive experience. But I was so excited. And the pictures are so cool. That is 
really cool. Yeah. So then after that, I'm in Belfast. I'm going to actually hang out there and I'm going to have dinner at a place called um, the Sapphire Restaurant. And I'm going to do their seven-course tasting menu, and I'm going to pair it with wine. And that gives you asparagus, scallops, eel, rabbit, beef, uh, sheep milk, and a chocolate dessert. So you get all of those things with wine, and it's $155 for that. Okay. Um, It's a really pretty... Uh, restaurant. The pictures are beautiful, and it was like the top rated one on like TripAdvisor. So like, everything you that here. you named, besides the chocolate, that's not one dish. Those are courses. These are courses. So like the first course, it says is asparagus, and then underneath it says like lardo, morels, coolio, mature. Okay. So I guess that's something. The second course is scallops, and it tells you lots of big words under that. And then the third one is eel, and that comes with apple, caviar, and salsify. And then the fourth is rabbit with black pudding. I know what that is. And <laughs> carrot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get beef that comes with leek, sweet bread, onions, and then sheep milk, which is with honey, apple, and elderflower. Oh, that sounds, sounds great. Yummy. And then chocolate, burnt citrus, pistachio, and creme fraiche. Creme fraiche. Oh, it's not spelled fresh. Uh, is it F-R-A-I-C-H-E? Yes, smarty pants it is. No, I'm just checking to make sure it's what it is. It's creme fraiche. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Creme fraiche. Creme fraiche. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, that's only $155. Again, something we could do. We could do it. How much was the Game of Thrones thing? $600. Oh, for how long? Yeah. Uh, a few hours. It says, well, I think uh, the private thing is like uh, 45 minutes, but then, oh, one hour. One hour is the private thing and then two hours for the other tour. So three hours total. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So after that, I'm going to get back on my helicopter and I have to go back. Did I tell you how much the helicopter was? I don't think so. Okay, so each way, it's $500 an hour. So it's an hour and a half to get there. So it's seven fifty each way. Okay, for the helicopter. Um, and I'm gonna have the helicopter drop me right back off in front of my castle because there's plenty of room to land. And guess what? My take home chef is still there, and I'm gonna have them. <laughs> they're gonna have dinner waiting, even though I know I already ate. But they're gonna have like more for me, of course, because. It'll be an hour and a half later, and that was only a tasting menu anyway, so I'll be hungry. So they're going to have like a surprise dinner for me waiting, <laughs> and that's going to be about $200. Okay. And then I'm just hanging out uh, with the dinner in my big castle. I might like every few hours move to a different room and take a nap or something. That's really um, cool. Yeah, you Sleep should, in every bed. You should definitely take a nap in every single bed. Yeah. Possibly like take a bath in every bathtub. I know, right? Just to try it. Yeah. Just to say I did. Um, And then I'm done. And it's really not that bad. I mean, for us. You know, what's funny is I said this. I was telling my husband about this day. And I go, look, it's only this much. And he goes, that is a lot of money. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, but not for 10K day. And he was like, oh, you are severely like mistaken right now. I know. He's like, you are warped. Your brain is warped. 
Um, so my grand total is $6,367.83. Oh, so good. Yeah. I know, right? I've never been to Ireland and I really want to go. I just I know, me too. I think it's just beautiful. I know, it is. It's so lush. Okay, well, 2018 Nashville, 2019 Ireland. Ooh, we are jumping. Yeah, maybe we should That's do some big pictures. jump. Okay, maybe maybe 2019 LA. Yeah. And then 2020 Ireland. 2021 <laughs> photo safari in Africa. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> Let's do, we're gonna put it, putting it in the universe. Put it in the universe. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for my ten k day? I'm so ready. Okay, first of all, well, I'm, I'm gonna get to that later. Uh, okay. I decided to do my ten k day somewhere that I've always thought that I wanted to do, and for some reason, just never did it. But we're going to do it in New York City. <gasps> yes. I know. I know. I've always been like, Duh. should I do it or should I do, don't do it? Should I don't do it? Should I not do it? Um, no, you should do it. Yeah, I felt I felt this was the this was the week. 20, episode 20. It was the week. So that's something you should save on to those because then we can really do them. I can do most of these things. But wait, I completely lied about that. I can do like one of these things. Okay. <laughs> but I could do, I could do Almost all of them except the hotel, probably, at some point in the next two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so um, I didn't even really look up any other hotels because I knew where I wanted to stay, and it was the plaza. So (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to go to the plaza. I'm going to find a room. There's a one, um, this Carnegie Partial Park View one-bedroom suite is... Uh, twenty two sixty one a night. Whoa. So for two nights, it's forty five twenty two, and this Whoa. is not at all anywhere close to the top price at this hotel. Whoa, that's but I crazy. needed to make sure I had enough money to do other stuff. Yeah. So it comes with um, separate living room, guest powder room, grand bathroom, separate shower. It includes butler service. Um, so there you go. I've got my suite at the Plaza. I'm very happy. I'm going to go have breakfast at a place called Bouvette. Okay. Um, I've never been there, but they they steam their eggs with an espresso steamer. Ooh. So I don't know what that means because I've never had a steamed egg, but it's supposed to be really amazing. And yeah. so I picked the steamed eggs with goat cheese and cherry tomatoes oh, for $16. And then I got an almond croissant bo- bag basket. Okay. With almond butter and powdered sugar mm. for seven. So all together with tip and tax, my bill is about $29, which is not bad for a, a fancy feeling breakfast. Yeah. Um, oh, it says the eggs at Bouvette are made by what almost feels like magic, steamed with an espresso wand. Oh, you can also get one with smoked salmon and creme fraiche. Oh. Is that spelled <laughs> F-R? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then um, I realized that we are right around Mother's Day. Oh, yes, this is true. So I'm flying my mom up to New York Aww. City. Um, I did not fly her in for breakfast because if my, I put my mother on a flight that would get me there in time for breakfast, she would be miserable because she does <laughs> not like to wake up. So she's going to have to take like an 8 or 9 a.m. flight, Mom. Okay. 
which does mean she has to be at the airport at 7 or you something. You can do it, Dente. She can do it. So, um, and I'm flying her first class. Mm. Get this. First class, um, I looked, uh, to, we're taping today on the 7th, and I looked for a flight from Orlando to New York on the 13th, which is actually Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. $507 round trip, first class. That's it? Yes. Are you kidding? No. That's crazy. I like double checked it seven times to make sure. Did I actually put first class in? Do you know what I mean? Then I clicked on the ticket to make sure it said first class. Then I double checked to make sure it was round trip. Yeah. That is crazy. Like I, I thought it would be like thousands. Well, $507. That's crazy. Yeah. So she gets to come first class and the cab from the airport is $60. So now mm-hmm. she's back with me. Um, I budgeted 80 bucks for cabs, okay. by the way, for the rest of the day. Because we're basically all in Midtown. Okay. Um, is that true? That's actually not true. We're not just in Midtown. But still, I think it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm taking my mom somewhere, Allison, that you and I have been together and that we talk about a lot. Um, Do you have any idea what it is? We've been together and we talk about a lot. We went, uh, we went with Ashley. We went with Ashley. And it involves water. Water. Oh, oh, the bath salt, the, the, the spa, the tubs. <laughs> the... <laughs> they should change their slogan to that. The, <laughs> the air ancient The air baths. baths. That's it. <laughs> Okay, yeah. It's Air Ancient Baths. It's A-I-R-E. Yeah. They are magic. They are magic. So I'm going to describe what it says here, and then we're going to talk about what it's actually like to be there. Okay. Okay. So the way that it talks about it is it says that there's an ancient thermal bath circuit through baths at different temperatures. Hot, cold, warm, ice. There's a jet bath. There's a steam room with aromatherapy, a salt water bath, and a relaxation area to rest on warm marble. So that's how they describe it. You describe, Allison, what it's like to walk into that place. And so you walk in and then you walk down these stairs. It's like taking you into another world. It's like all of a sudden you're in like some foreign land and everything is very ritzy. And it's dark. dark. And no one talks. (laughs) No one talks. You're right. And there's candles everywhere. Yes, there's candles. Oh, my favorite has to be the, the salt one. And you can float. And... It's kind of like you forget, like if you close your eyes, all of a sudden you feel like you're floating in space because you're weightless in this water because there's so much salt. It's so cool. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really, really beautiful. And the pools themselves kind of glow because they're they're lit, like in the water is lit, but the actual room is dark. Okay. So it's just, it's just so beautiful. Anyway, we're going to do the air ancient baths, but we're going to do a step up from what we did. Okay. From what you and I did. So we're going to do, um, oh, I cut off the name of this thing. It's the wine experience. Oh. Air ancient bath. So, is that an option? Oh, yeah. It is. I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> uh, it's a unique and unforgettable experience that offers the opportunity to submerge yourself completely in the antioxidant properties of the Spanish Tempranillo grapes. So you go through okay. the... You go through all the baths that we just talked about. Okay. And then 
Um, and then you have exclusive access to the wine bath for 30 minutes. This portion of the experience happens in a private room in which you will soak in an antique Venetian well of the 17th century. During this time, you will receive a 15-minute craniofacial massage. Oh, Afterward, nice. an intoxicating hour-long massage with grapeseed oil. Do you remember when we got a massage there and how when we were done, they had warmed our bathing suits up? Yep. That was like above and beyond for me. (laughs) They do. They do warm your bathing suit. You picked up that bathing suit and I was fully prepared to put on a cold bathing suit. And then I grabbed it and it was warm. I was like, what? This is magical. This is, this is luxury. (laughs) I can't wait to go back. I know. Yeah, I can't wait to go back. And now, um, this this ritual for two people is eleven hundred dollars. Okay. However, for all of our listeners who's ne- who've never done air ancient baths, and you'll be in New York or somewhere where they have them, um, I think it was for two hours. It was like ninety dollars. Like it wasn't terrible, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't bad because we did it like three days in a row. Well, you did it. I only did it once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You did it more than once with us. No. What happened is you and Ashley did it, and I met you for dinner that night, and you were telling me about it. I said, that That's sounds right. great. And both of you were like, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly what happened. Okay. So that's Air Ancient Baths. We're going to do that. At this point, we've massaged. We've floated. We've done all the things. And my mother will love this because she's a beach baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves swimming. She loves water. She loves spas. So this is perfect for my mom. Um, then we're going to go to a restaurant called Daniel, okay. which, um, actually it's fancy, so it's probably called Daniel. <laughs> um, and they're doing a three course Mother's Day menu Aww. for $190, wine okay. pairing for 95 and my mother will want the wine pairing. Yeah. Um, so we're both going to get that, and then we're going to share the caviar supplement which is $395. Oh my gosh. Which is funny when the supplement is more expensive than the actual tasting menu, but that's where we are. So for two people with the menu, the wine pairing, and the caviar, it's $1,158. Whoa. Mm -hmm. That might be one of our most expensive meals ever. Well, it's because I have two people doing it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um... Okay, so then we're going to go to uh, a department store I've never been, but I'm going to do it before the end of this month because I think uh, my friend Danny is going to come up and it's on our list of things to do. He wants to do a big fancy Fifth Ave day where we like walk down Fifth Ave and go to all the fancy fancy stores. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I said, well, I want to go to Bergdorf Goodman's because I've never been. (laughs) And uh, so I'm going to take mom to Bergdorf. We're going to get a personal shopper, which is free at Bergdorf, a stylist. And I'm going to spend 950 bucks to get my mom something really great to wear for the rest of the night. We're not going anywhere super fancy. We're not going to like the opera. She doesn't need a gown. Right. But but something where she like just more than what she would spend on herself normally. Right. And then I'm going to call the girl who did my makeup for my headshot sessions Tara because she's fantastic and Tara's gonna come and do makeup and hair for my mom and me for the rest of the night that's Um, fun 
at the hotel, the plaza. Because what else do you have a guest powder room for? Unless it's for makeup oh, and hair. Yes, guest powder room. Yeah. So that's going to happen. And so for the rest of the night, we're kind of doing, doing a great New York night. We're going to um, see a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I'm taking her to see Once on this Island. Oh, I haven't I seen it yet. That. I hear it's great. I, I hear found it's great tickets. Too. Yeah, the tickets are kind of expensive. So for two people, it was 600 bucks for that. Yeah. Uh, for my makeup and hair, it was 400 bucks. by the way, for me and my mom. Okay. And then we're going to go, uh, one of my mom's favorite foods in the whole entire world is sushi. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to a restaurant called Shuko, S-H-U-K-O. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the sushi omakase, which is the chef's table for sushi. Nice. And a beverage pairing for both of us to do that is $594. Nice. Which takes me to $9,998. Oh. Whoa. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That's so great. Oh. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. So great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just take that two dollars. It's two dollars short. You could just go like, I don't know, buy a hot dog on the side of the street. Oh, we'll get uh, two pieces of dollar pizza. Perfect. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, so that's my great New York day, and I, it. What I like about these New York days is that you and I both know New York well enough where we both could probably put together like five different New York days. Yeah. Oh, totally. Completely different. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Absolutely. New York's still on the table. Well, everything is still on the table. Yeah. You know what I almost did? <laughs> Instead of New York. What? I was going to go to Cape May now that it's like summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. And just like be like, oh, there's so much stuff to there's do here. so many it's things amazing. to do. Everything's open now. Everything is open. Um, okay, so we're at charities. Yeah. What you got? So I found a cool charity that's called the Jack and Jill Children's Foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's right there in Ireland, and it provides direct funding to families of children up to the age of five who suffer severe intellectual and physical development delay. So what I thought was really cool about it is that it provides um, care for these children so that the families can actually stay at home with them. So it says it gives the gift of time. So... Uh, the things that we take for granted, like shopping or taking our kids to the park or getting a night's sleep with them, et cetera, they actually provide resources so that the parents can stay with them. They offer, um, you know, funding. They offer um, in-home care, like almost like home nursing care for these kids that have Mm -hmm. um, developmental, you know, issues. Um, And so it's all up to the age of five. And some of these kids actually have terminal illnesses as well. So they actually provide um, all of the support that the families need to deal with that. And uh, it's kind of like a smaller, you know, make a wish kind of thing. They also do experiences with them and um, just kind of help the overall family too, not just the child. And it's right there in Ireland. And there is another Jack and Jill foundation, but this is the Jack and Jill Children's Foundation. So okay. just it's more specific when it comes to um, the actual name of the charity. But it's just a really cool um, 
charity that I love that they say, you know, they give the gift of time, which I think sometimes we take for granted. Um, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's what it is. What's yours? I love that. Um, this might be one of my favorite charities I've ever found. Okay. Um, it's called Seeds of Peace. It's based okay. in New York. So they have a lot of different programs, but the first program that I stumbled upon was that they have a Seeds of Peace camp that is actually in Maine, but, you know, the offices are here. Okay. So what they do is they take um, hundreds of teenagers and educators from all over the world. Uh-huh. And it's a summer camp, sharing meals, living spaces, learning experiences, traditional summer camp, right? They, like, go swimming in the ocean, and they do all this, or not the ocean, the lakes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. However, what they specialize in is bringing together kids from cultures that are that are traditionally in conflict. Oh, okay. So like Jews and Palestinians and yeah. uh, stuff like that. And they'll put them in the same cabin and they have a counselor there. And so part of what they do there is also foster dialogue. And they, mm. have, um, they have organized dialogue sessions where they can talk about whatever they want and their personal stories. Um, so that the, so that they become people to each other rather than just right. groups of people. Okay. And it says for 110 minutes each day, campers engage each other directly in small group dialogue sessions organized by conflict region. Together, they tackle the most painful and divisive issues defining their conflict, sharing their personal experiences, reflecting on competing narratives, and challenging each other's prejudices. No subject is off limits. Mm-hmm. And I love this sentence. This is great. The immediate goal of camp dialogue is not agreement or consensus, and there is no expectation that campers adopt or even embrace each other's viewpoints. Ooh. Yeah, so you're not trying to change people's minds. You're just trying to explain what yours is, which I think is a great way to approach that. Absolutely. You know, so no one's winning and no one's losing. Right. Um, And it's okay to have your own opinion, your own point of view. Right. So they've been doing this for 25 years, and now some of the campers are are starting to become leaders in their own countries, and they come with this new um, personal connection to people from the other side, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and they also have training programs for educators, for educators who find themselves with um, conflicts in the classroom or or really diverse, culturally diverse um classes that they don't know how to handle they, they will help educators in america with that um which i think is great and they kind of foster all the help so once you're a camper that's like the first thing that you do with a program is go to camp as a kid and then they they provide regional and local help too once you come back so you always have some place to come to talk about political leadership and to talk about dialogue and talk that's about awesome. so it's like a I don't know if it's a lifelong relationship, but it's definitely through adulthood relationship that they foster with these kids. Right. I mean, this is like everything that I love. Yeah. <laughs> because, that's awesome. because I really do believe that if people just sat down and talked, everything would yeah. be fine. I'm one I of know. those Pollyanna people. Yeah. So the fact that there's a whole camp that like does that is um, amazing. And so for their big gala, uh, like Joe Biden is going to speak at it. They're like they're they're doing really well. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Seeds for peace. It's my new favorite thing. Love it. That's that. All right. We are almost at the end. So we what is are. your happy? Oh, well, my happy is, I have to say, um, we have a listener who also happens to be 
um, my drama teacher from high school. Mm-hmm. And her name is Jeannie Gray, and she's retired now, but she was amazing. She actually is the one who uh, kind of pushed me in high school to get out and compete and uh, also audition for AMDA, which got me into New York City. And I think she's really the reason that I'm doing everything that I'm doing. Um, and so she's been such a great support, and she comes you know, to see any show that she can that I'm in. And mm-hmm. she's a big fan um, of 10K Day. She actually told me that, uh, and these are her words, she said, I anxiously await the drop on each Wednesday. <laughs> so she's very excited about it. But she uh, heard about our Nashville trip that we're taking, and she actually sent us um, some money that we could actually spend on ourselves. And she said she wanted us to have a 10K experience on her. So, and that was literally like, it just made my day. It made my week. I thought, what a cool gift um, to be able to, you know, she just wants to hear us experiencing life and uh, she's a traveler herself. And so I just thought, how cool is that? It made me so happy. I'm still thinking about it today. Um, She's such an incredible support system and just to be able to kind of give us that and give us that gift, I am really just I thought was awesome. It's really beautiful. So we're excited to to go to Nashville and then, you know, do something, you know, in her name <laughs> and like I take mean, a picture and post about it and share it with well, her. Well, should we pick that thing ourselves or should we or should she tell us what to do? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm so excited. What a, <laughs> um we were totally not expecting this gift and I'm just it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I feel like it's my birthday. I know, right? <laughs> well, Miss Jeannie Gray, you can uh, maybe, I don't know, she might write us and tell us. Maybe she has an idea that we could spend it on. So that might be fun. So I'm sure yeah. she's listening. So she can let us know if she thinks we should pick or if she wants to pick it. I uh, know, because I, I kind of like the adventure of, of her picking it. And we would just <laughs> have to do whatever it is. <laughs> that's true (laughs) although it does open the door for really dangerous things for people to be like oh you're going here guess what you're gonna go do we're like oh no (laughs) um but we're up for whatever yeah what's your happy uh okay so my happy is uh that in this apartment that i'm currently staying in it is at the end of a subway line okay now the con to that is it takes me a long time to get home from Midtown. The the pro to it is that when I am going into the city, there's always a seat because oh, it's the because it's is... the beginning of the line. Yeah, that's a big pro. It's a big pro. Do you remember when we lived in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and we lived so far away from the city? I mean, how how long did it take us to get to the city? Oh, on a good day, an hour forty five. Yes, it's about an hour 45. So long, so long. So we lived seven stops from Coney Island um, on the D train. And so uh, if you had anything to do around rush hour, by the time the train got to us, it was already packed and you kind Mm -hmm. of had to squeeze in. And I get claustrophobic around a lot of people and I'm short, so I can't reach the the poles on the seat, the high poles, I can't reach those. And 
I was constantly anxious. And then one day I got pushed into the middle of the car. You know, people like just come in from those sides. So you get pushed in the middle of the car and I didn't have anything to hold on to. And I was like, oh no, I can't, my balance is not that good. Like I need something to (laughs) hold on to. I'm just not, I'm not that cool person on the subway who's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, Uh no, where's the pole? So, (laughs) and I kept like bumping into people as I got like buffeted around. I was like, you know those uh, punching bags that you had when you were a kid and you'd like punch it and it would come back up? yeah. That was me on the subway. Yes, I was like the clown on the subway. And so... I was like, never again. And I, (laughs) so from then on, I budgeted an extra 25 minutes into my day, which means that now I'm leaving two and a half hours before I have to be anywhere. And I would take the subway the opposite direction to Coney Island. And then I would wait on the subway because I would have a seat and I would pick the seat I wanted because there was a certain type of seat I liked on the subway. I would pick that seat and then I would I would like put my sunglasses on and my headphones and an alarm because it would be like an hour and a half that I'd be sitting in that seat. <laughs> oh god. Um, but anyway, um now I'm already at the last stop so I always get a seat going into the city which for me is a huge Yeah, but that is I think that's huge for anybody. That's great. Yeah. Well, I'm in this apartment for another month and a half and then I actually move apartments again. Well, you know. <laughs> Cuz it's my life, but uh I'm going to yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on my on my glamorous suitcase life. All right. Um, okay, well, that is the end of episode 20. Yay! I know, I know. Um, thanks, everyone, for staying with us, listening so far, and we will see you next Wednesday. You, you know, know what, what they, they say. say. <laughs> oh, oh, no, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> I think we have to say it at the same time. Are you ready? Okay, go. One, with, two, three. With, <laughs> okay, I'm going to count us off. I'm going to count us off. I'm going to count us off. One, two, three. With, with friends, friends like us, us who needs amenities. amenities. Okay.